0: Dr. Jacob Larson, and this is in the classroom. This is a, a show where I'm, I'm going to talk about things that uh, I think are interesting for teachers, things that I, I personally find uh, interesting, important for me. Uh, but I realize I'm not I'm not like every other teacher out there, um, and that's the the topic of what I'm going to talk about today. I want to talk about bringing your personality into the classroom. So let's get started. So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am a high school English teacher. I'm a media teacher. And at nights I teach uh, English for local college. I do a bunch of different things. I wear a lot of different hats. And in all those different responsibilities I have, one of the things that's really important to me is being myself, doing things my way. I'm the kind of person that when I first start something, uh, a new responsibility, a new position, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm going to sit back, I'm going to listen for a little while, I'm going to try and figure out how things are supposed to be done, and then I'm going to make it my own. And that's kind of what I've done here. I've been, this is my ninth year teaching, and uh, all of those nine years I've been teaching High school, English during the day, and college English at night. But I've always kind of had a... Uh, I've taken a strange direction into teaching. The The average, I guess the most straightforward, I don't know if this is average, the most straightforward way for a teacher to enter education is uh, they, they probably know ahead of time what they want to do. And then they go to school for it. They get a bachelor's degree and, you know, secondary ed maybe, and they specialize in something like English or math, something like that. And then uh, they take a couple of tests. They get certified. They do their student teaching, and they're in the classroom. I didn't do that. <laughs> I uh, I wanted to write and direct movies, <laughs> It's probably why I'm doing YouTube now. YouTube wasn't a thing when I started, but it is now and I'm I'm so happy for that. But I I wanted to write direct movies and I realized, man, I don't have the temperament to try and compete and make this a living. And so uh, I do it on my own terms on YouTube. I make videos that support what I teach. I do crazy things with um with friends and and I'm doing this, so this is the start of something new, but that's uh i don't I don't know if a whole lot of teachers are interested in, in learning something different like that, but that's that's my background that's where I come from, so it's very natural for me. I realized I didn't need a degree to go into filmmaking. this was uh around two thousand four two thousand five and so i um When I went for my bachelor's degree, I decided I was gonna study English because I was really interested in writing, creative writing specifically, and so that's what I did. Then I knew I I wanted to go further in school, so I went and got a master's degree in English literature. Again, still not studying to be a teacher. I had taken some education classes uh, because I thought about going into religious education. I had spent two years as a missionary for my church teaching And so I had had some educational experience, but I wasn't going the conventional route to study education with a cohort and, you know, go through all the trials and tribulations with them. I I was still just kind of doing it my own way. Um, After finishing my, my master's in English from the University of Akron, I... I realized, well, I got to start making some money. I was married. I was a father by then, and uh, I needed to do more than just be a student. So I I picked up uh, a free, unofficial internship uh, over summer teaching with a a great composition instructor up at Mm -hmm. University of Akron, uh, Dr. William Thielen, and, uh, and I learned a lot, I learned a lot that summer. And I, I picked up a job teaching at a, at a charter school back in Arizona, where I'm from. And so I, I, I picked up that job, I came back out, but because it was a charter, again, the rules were different. I didn't have to have a teaching certificate. And so uh, my first year teaching, I, I didn't have the conventional training. After a year though, that, that school shut down because um, of funding, and uh, and I got on at a more traditional public school, which is where I'm at now. Eight years later, I, I went through a teaching program, and and then I got a doctorate in education. I did end up getting the educational coursework I needed. I did pass the tests I needed to pass. But I, I kind of came at education backwards. And uh, maybe some people uh, are out there that... I've gone through a similar story, but that's—it's not me. And even now, my ninth year of teaching, I look back and I—and I think there's a lot of things that are expected in education I just never experienced. I did have student teaching, but I was working full time doing it, and I had already taught uh, full time prior to that. I—I I learned how to lesson plan and and do all the the conventional traditional things but I, I had already been teaching and, and doing a lot of, a lot of this work so I I think good and bad I look at education a little bit differently maybe that's good bad I don't have the same background that the more conventional route has and uh, and there's there's a lot of value in the convention and the way that most people are trained do you have a common language, a uh, set of experiences that you can all lean on? But hopefully, and and this uh, this channel, I can bring my perspective where I've value from coming education, kind of as a at a back door, if you will. So, I want to talk about bringing your personality into the classroom. There are a lot of things that. current research that the world would have teachers do, right? A lot of things we're taught to do. And sometimes when we're we're focusing on everything we're doing wrong, we forget the things that we're doing right. And I don't want you to forget that. I don't want you to forget that you being you is always going to be part of the answer for what you need to be doing. Not every teacher needs to be the same Because kids aren't the same. Your students, they're not all going to be exactly the same. And your personality may speak to them in a way that other teachers don't. And other teachers' personalities may speak to some students in a way that yours won't. And that's fine. Because you being you is going to help you to be happy. It's going to help you to bring the best version of yourself to your classroom. Now, that's not to say that there aren't things that are inappropriate in the classroom. We don't need to go over that. But let me talk about some of the things that I do to bring my personality to the classroom. If I, well, <laughs> this is a corner of my room, right? I've got a desk. I've got a, a boom arm with a, with a microphone. I've got camera equipment behind me. And this is a, it's a computer lab what I'm not showing you right now. I've got a computer lab here. I've got my desks. Let me just show you. Okay. So I've got uh, my desk set up in kind of a theater in the round setup. And one of the reasons I do that is, for one, I can be in the middle and every single student in the classroom is in the front row. Does that make sense? While also with how they're set up, they're they're already divided in groups and without moving, they can speak either as a group or they can speak as a classroom. And I've got my stuff all over and I've got my ugly chair right there in the front of the classroom. I've got a projector, I've got, you know, my whole setup all around here. Let me put this back down. I don't even know if I'm still on camera, but that's my classroom. I've got this ugly chair I've had since I was in high school. I put a little blanket that says the, my high school's name on it and uh, man, kids love it. We had an open house the other day and parents came in and they just sat in the chair and then they just opened up. And it's comfortable. And, and I like that. I want my classroom to be comfortable. I want it to be a place that people can come in and just work. And I think that's important for the grade that I teach. I teach juniors and seniors. And by now, there's been a lot of instruction that's already happened. And we're just trying to dig deeper and increase our expectations. And so we have a lot of time where students are engaging directly with their computers instead of with me. And uh, depending on your style, you know, that could be good, that could be horrible. But me being me, I love technology, and I'm fortunate to be in a classroom full of computers, and we use them every single day. I make content specifically for the computer. I I make videos that I give them access to, and it's an amazing thing to go around my classroom and see them much more engaged watching a video of me than just turning around and seeing me. It's kind of a weird experience as a teacher but that's that's me um after i'd been teaching here for a few years i i started adding up other responsibilities i teach media because i i talked to the the publication teacher and i took over yearbook and then later uh, they lumped in the media program with what i do and so we do all those things right here in this english classroom we make the yearbook we make videos We. We take pictures, we edit pictures, we make books, we make videos, we do all sorts of things. And that's something that I get to bring my personal background into. I got a degree in theater and film, and I get to use that, even though I'm an English teacher. How? I brought my personality into the classroom. It's not something that the school forced on me. It's something I said, hey, I can do this. I've got a YouTube channel called Read, Write, and Sight, where I make videos and I and I post them and I talk about English and I that's something I can bring to the world it's, a, it's something that helps me to be happy it's an extension of what I do it's certainly not something that anyone expects an English teacher to do but it helps me to be me it helps me to bring my personality into the room and to be happier so what are the things that 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 make you you is it you know, the way you talk about your content? Is it the activities that you bring into the room? Is it how you decorate your room? What are the things that really bring you into your classroom that can, you know, obviously you need to be professional and and I'm I'm professional, but also you can be comfortable. I teach at a school that has six grades and just over 200 students. And I teach my students usually two years at a time. I am the only junior English teacher. I am the only senior English teacher. I am the only media teacher. So uh, once they hit junior-senior grades, I have them for two years. And I get to help them transition from being a a lower classman to an upperclassman, and I I get to help them transition into college, which is another thing that I teach. I know exactly what it is that they're going to do at the community college down the road because I teach there. I know what the rules are, and I know how they relate to other schools around the country. And so I design my assignments to prepare them. And I love talking to my students when they come back and they're like, Oh, Larson, like what you said, that's exactly what they do, or... Yeah, man, I wish I was taking a class from you because this, this, and this. And you know, obviously any teacher feels good hearing things like that. But I, I find it's my responsibility to help them transition successfully from here to college, wherever they go. And over the years I've I've been able to become more comfortable in the classroom. I still have room for improvement i literally today i just had observation meeting with my principal talking about you know what i did well in a recent observation what i could do better and i have room for growth there's things i could do i've got a big fat packet of things i can do but i'm also fortunate that i'm in a district where there's not the leadership is not micromanaging what i do in the classroom and i know that's not true for everyone Some districts, uh, some sites, there's a lot of control coming down. And some of that's heat from the State Department of Education saying like, oh, you're failing, you need to fix this, you need to fix this, or there's the right way to do it, or parents expect this, and there's a lot of pressure. And that makes it difficult to do anything outside the norm, to break any sort of mold that's being forced onto you. But I'm fortunate that I'm in a district that uh, knows what it's trying to do. We're trying hard. We, you know, we have consultants come in. We work with the state. I'm on committees to do all sorts of things. I help train. I, I'm heavily involved with all this other stuff. But at the same time, I, I find ways to bring me into the classroom. And that helps me to do, it helps me to be comfortable. It helps me to be happy which helps my students. There's three things I tell my students that they need to do when they start thinking about a job. They need to find something they're good at. They need to find something that they enjoy, and they need to find something that pays the bills. That, I think, is a recipe for being happy. And even though I wish I got paid more as a teacher, I think I'm good at this, and I, I enjoy it in large part because I found ways to be myself. My students know I like Dr. Pepper. My students know that I like Star Wars, and so they will bring it up. They know that I like Marvel, and so if they, if they went and they saw a Marvel movie, they'll come into the classroom and they'll want to talk about it, and we build that rapport, and it gives me a foundation to build on top of. And with that rapport, I can help them because I can get their interest and their attention. And that's something that every teacher needs because students can learn what they aren't paying attention to. So, uh, this was just a quick video talking about bringing your personality into the classroom. I hope this uh, encourages you to find ways within reason that are reasonable, that are professional to bring yourself into the classroom. Uh, Find ways to to be yourself as you really engage in your content and help your students to really embrace it as well. Because when you're comfortable, it helps them to be comfortable. And if they're comfortable, they can learn. So, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This has been In the Classroom, Dr. Jacob Larson. I'm Dr. Jacob Larson. We'll see you in the next video on the next podcast. Bye.